You're listening to the Restored Minds podcast, episode number 13. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about relationship OCD or ROCD. So stay tuned and I hope you enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Matt Cotty. I'm a licensed clinical social worker. And on this podcast, you're going to learn how to experience true transformation from the inside out. This podcast will discuss common mental health challenges and provide you with evidence-based strategies to help you overcome them. At Restored Minds, we firmly believe that restoration is possible and it's our mission to give you the tools to help you build better mental health so you can become the best version of yourself. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to the Restored Minds podcast. All right, hey everyone, and welcome to this week's episode where we're going to talk about relationship OCD. Now, um, relationship OCD, again, is a, a subcategory of OCD in the um, intrusive thoughts realm or kind of that, that what you might call a puro OCD, right? And so like I said um, in this series, what we're doing is we're moving into kind of the last section. So we started with the religious obsessions and then the harmful obsessions. And then now we're moving into the love slash kind of sexual obsessions. And I'm going to start with relationship OCD today as the first one. So let's start with just what is relationship OCD. Now, relationship OCD is when um, OCD basically kind of latches on to the idea of love or am I in the right relationship and what one will what a person will do with relationship OCD is they'll analyze and just repetitively again and again and, and kind of analyze their partner as if to find out as if the partner is the right one right um, are they the are they the perfect match for them right and, and and so that will be a lot of the compulsions will be very mental um, based where it's a lot of analyzing a lot of ruminating a lot of rationalizing um, a lot of you know nitpicking the the negative qualities of their partner to trying to justify if they are in the right relationship or not okay and so again um, and so there's a few points that I want to cover in today's episode when we're talking about if this is something you struggle with or if this is uh, if you're a clinician and you're working with someone with this kind of just some points to really consider when we are working with someone or you know if, if you struggle with this so point number one is is the obvious that relationships are complicated right they're they're a very complex thing on on any level and especially when you start bringing in um mental health struggles into them i mean they become more complex right and this idea that you know i I think i think one of the best things that you can do with relationship ocd is um you know from the book uh the road less traveled with dr M m scott peck i mean he really you know takes the word love and as opposed to making it a feeling, he, he, he says to make it a choice, right? This idea of like you're choosing to love someone. And, and that's an important thing in, in the relationship OCD because there's so much anxiety and feelings that are enmeshed in this whole thing um, with, with someone who struggles with this. So they're constantly just like, oh my gosh, you know, my, my partner has is balding or they, I don't like their teeth or, you know, they're not that funny. So are they the perfect person, right? And then their anxiety will spike and then they'll start to analyze their own attraction to them, right? So, um, so point number two is is that right there. So the, the first point is that just relationships are complicated. But point number two is really this idea of to, to remove the idea of, of justifying the relationship with your feelings. Because what happens is, is people will start to analyze the relationship. And what they'll do is they'll start to analyze if they feel love for the person. Right? And that's that's a tricky thing because... 
anyone that's been in a relationship for any length of time will will tell you that look feelings ebb and flow sometimes you're upset sometimes you've had a bad day sometimes you know your partner is getting on your nerves i mean that's just part of relationships right there there is no person who you're just going to be in this ooey gooey lovey dovey state all day 24 7 especially if the relationship has you know been been going for a, a little while right i mean usually in the first few months it might be like that but relationships grow and evolve over time and um and so do the individuals in the relationship right and so when you are trying to justify your feelings as if you should stay in the relationship or not, what happens is is you try to create those feelings or by scanning for those feelings, you actually don't create them. So for instance, the idea of um, sexual arousal or physical arousal, if you're trying to see if you're experiencing that and analyze if you're aroused by the person, oftentimes that will actually block a state of arousal right or actually have a reverse effect right it's trying to like make yourself aroused so to speak and it just doesn't it doesn't work right which then again reinforces the idea that oh this is a bad relationship you see because i'm not aroused by this person or this and that right and then so um and and then the the third point that i want to talk about is this idea of the right one and or you know this this idea of the perfect person you know i've heard people say this idea of like a dual flame um and and it's this idea that there's this one person in this world that you're meant to be with and if you're not with them that no the that relationship can't work so you need to keep looking and it's interesting because you know in studies in marriage obviously in the united states there's such a such a high divorce rate and it's it's so interesting when you look at like marital satisfaction um, that people in arranged marriages are sometimes even happier than people with um, you know that that have the opportunity to just kind of choose their partners and really it comes back down to this idea of this paradox of choice right like the grass is always greener and you know always second guessing your decision because you have unlimited choices that there never really can be the right one because you'll always find something wrong and they're they're just the reality is there is no perfect person you know you'll always be able to find something that you don't like or that bothers you about a significant other especially if you look for it Right. So this idea of I need to be with the right one and then starting to nitpick your spouse, obviously you can understand that the the strain that that's going to put on the relationship. Right. You know, if you're nitpicking the fact that you don't like the way they dress or you don't like their humor, you don't like their taste in movies, they have a different sports team than you. You know, if you're doing that stuff, well, obviously that's that right there is going to cause strain on the relationship. Right. And um, and cause its own problems right there as well. So, um, so, so I just wanted to, you know, eliminate that myth, the idea that, hey, look, like there is no right one, so to speak, right? I mean, you're always going to have something you can find. And really what it's about is, you know, two people willing to be committed to a relationship and make it work and fight through the struggles that actually builds a relationship, right? That, that matures a relationship over the long run. And then the um, the final thing I wanted to talk about is this idea of the word should, because this word gets brought up a lot when, when you're dealing with OCD in general, but especially with um, with this, like, well, you know, my partner should be this way or this should happen or they, you know, all this stuff. Right. And the thing is, is if we talk about the word should, what we need to realize is that the word should implies that, you know, how things are supposed to be. And because they're not that way, then there's something wrong. But the reality is, is that there, there really is no way something should be. There's just the way it is. Now, 
let me put a little caveat here on that because obviously um, there are certain things that if a relationship's dangerous, if it's you know violence or uh, abuse going on, of course, like that's not right, and you shouldn't be in those relationships. Okay, so let me just that that I want to just state that little asterisk there. But when we're talking about like oh you know my partner should be funnier or all these things, you know that you can you can always find something wrong, right? And so the idea with relationship OCD when we're when we're working on treating it, right? When we're working on someone with it is to really again differentiate the idea that this isn't a relationship issue, it's an OCD issue. And when it's an OCD issue, we need to understand that what we're talking about is a malfunction of the emotional center of the brain. And that part of the brain doesn't operate in language, right? So when we're talking about um you know, working with OCD, the idea of trying to talk through that doesn't work, right? And that's why, you know, uh, psychoanalytic therapy doesn't work for OCD treatment and anxiety treatment, because we're, we're not, we're not talking, we're not, we're not utilizing a part of the brain that even comprehends language where it's a, it's a, it's a, an emotional fear center, right? At the very, very center of the brain that has a malfunction going on. And that's why, when we sit with the anxiety, we sit with uncertainty and we don't do the compulsions. And, and that's why, you know, treatment often comes is really just about compulsion elimination, right? So some common compulsions that, um, you know, people will do are things like analyzing their partner, they'll analyze their feelings, their arousal levels, they'll look for flaws, they'll kind of try to analyze other relationships like, oh, see, they look happy or this, this is right. And they'll do a lot of things in their head, which is why this kind of falls under that pure OOCD because this isn't your common thing where you'll see people washing their hands and stuff. Um, they'll, a lot of the compulsions will be done right here. And, and so if you're working with someone or if this is something that you struggle with, it's important to understand what the compulsions that the person's doing, um, what, what are the compulsions that the person's doing and then systematically kind of removing them, sitting with uncertainty, learning to, you know, um, look at the word love as a choice, as opposed to a feeling. I mean, these are all things that, you know, we would work on, um, throughout the treatment process. And so hopefully, um, you know, this kind of, helps someone helps you understand what our OCD is a relationship OCD and how to um, how to start addressing it and kind of some key components on if you're working through this or if you're working with someone with it and so again um, thank you so much for tuning in this episode we have uh, some free resources available for you down in the notes um, free assessments free downloads over on our site restoredminds.com and so please check those out again they're free for you they're there to help you on your journey and again, uh, thank you so much for tuning in this week. And we'll be back as we continue this series on intrusive thoughts next week. So take care and hope you have a great day.